0: How do we approach Christmas when we aren't ready? In this sermon delivered on the fourth Sunday of Advent, the Reverend Richard Helmer reflects on the miracle of grace we are given, even if our preparations to receive it have fallen far short. In the name of the one who fulfills our hopes, amen. For lunch this past Friday and walking the streets of Mill Valley, I was struck by a change of mood. Maybe it was the sunshine after several days of rain. Maybe it was the fact that at long last finals were over for many students in town. Maybe it was the last day of work or an extra day off right before Christmas. Whatever it was, people seemed a little bit more cheerful than usual. I even got a few surprising hellos. Most people in Mill Valley are naturally leery of clergy walking around in their collars, but there was the young guy carrying the basketball who wished me a happy holidays. There were the people down at Mill Valley Market who shot me an extra smile or two, even. The air had changed. Christmas was just around the corner, and the holiday was about to begin. thing is, was anybody really ready? Because there were others I knew who were less excited and happy, whether it was chasing down the last few gifts or worrying about the new coming year or dealing with all the accumulated memories that the holidays bring. Some of those, as we all know, are happy, and some of them are hard. We all have them. The thing is... Is anybody really ready? Because I'm sure not. Here we are, December 24th. It's a little bit adding insult to injury that it falls on a Sunday this year, because Advent feels cut a few days short. And there are 101 things to do before this evening comes, and I feel underprepared. Still many cards to write. The office work is behind. The Christmas sermon is barely underway. My guess is many of you are in a similar situation. Well, I do hope you don't have Christmas sermons sitting on your desk. But I imagine there are a few things that didn't get done the past several weeks and a few regrets. Advent was supposed to be about getting ready. Most of us probably didn't get down our twice-checked list before we hit today. John the Baptist has been exhorting us the past couple of weeks to prepare the way of the Lord, to get ready for the one with the winnowing fork who will come to sort out the grain. Now, weren't we supposed to be making sure that all the ways were straight and all the mountains were laid low and the valleys raised up? The grace of our lives given by God is like the grace that Mary and Elizabeth reflect in today's gospel. They weren't ready either. If you remember the story, the angel Gabriel shows up one day. He shows up unexpectedly and announces Mary will conceive and bear a most unordinary child. It might have been great news to a young first century girl, but God had apparently neglected the simple fact that Mary was unwed. And so, her untimely pregnancy would pose a pretty major problem for both her and Joseph, not to mention their families, especially in a small town where such things cannot be hidden, can they? Elizabeth and Zechariah, on the other hand, were too old to bear children, and Zechariah was simply unwilling to accept the message that they were about to bear a son. In the first chapter of Luke, the angel who brings the news responds to Zechariah's doubts by making him mute. It's a sign to him and all who know him. And so he remains literally speechless until John's birth. Now, I can't suppose that Zechariah was really ready for that. Would you be? And yet Mary and Elizabeth are excited. Mary rushes to see her older relative, perhaps for some comfort or guidance, perhaps maybe even to get away from the gossip for a little while. Elizabeth greets her with an almost uncanny greeting, proclaiming the blessing that is growing in Mary's womb. They inspire each other to rejoice, and the author of Luke delivers us poetry through Mary's jubilance. A verse we've dared repeat in various forms, all through Advent. Getting to the end of Advent is rather like Mary is coming to the end of her pregnancy. Not everything is ready. Not everything is prepared. The birth of promise, hope, and love in our midst does not wait on our schedules, thanks be to God. It does not make sure the house is in order or tidy before that grace begins. God does not wait for the sunshine or the rain or for us to be in a particular frame of mind before sending us Christ. Because we all know the world was still messed up when Jesus arrived, It was still messy while John the Baptist, all grown up, was calling for repentance, metanoia in the wilderness. It was still a bewildering and dangerous place when Jesus began his ministry. And it's still messy 2,000 years later as we get ready to celebrate another Christmas somewhat or very ill-prepared at home and ill-prepared abroad, to be sure. We are not ready, but God is, and that's good news. So wherever you are, these last few hours of Advent is where you will be as we celebrate the birth of the Messiah, and we wish each other the light, the grace, and the merriment of Christmas. Christmas don't believe for a minute that you need to hide what's undone. God knows it. And don't think you need to hide the anxieties or the frustrations or the hard feelings that we all tend to feel at times this time of year. Christmas is an opportunity to love each other through those. That's why God gives us each other. The thing is this. Preparing the way of the Lord is something we can only aspire to, but never really achieve. Elizabeth reminds us of this in today's Gospel reading when she says, Blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. The fulfillment is not ours to make. It is God's. God has promised We do our best to meet that promise in faith. The grace is that God meets us and more than halfway. With a child that inspires other children to leap in wombs. With a child fragile as we are all fragile, fragile yet divine. Divine. So we may know God's love for us in all our vulnerability, precious and down to earth. As down to earth as a mother who can barely withhold her rejoicing. As concerned as a mother who knows not what tomorrow will bring for her family. In the next several hours, as you prepare to greet Christmas, allow yourself to reflect on what is undone the anxieties that hang around, the mix of joy and sadness in your heart, and offer all of it, all of it, to God. All of it, the good, the bad, and the ugly. For in this child that is coming is not just hope for the world, but redemption. An out-and-out embracing of everything that is human living and dead. The cross that stands waiting for this child embraces all our light and all our darkness and draws it into God's heart for rebirth, for resurrection, life for a new day, and transformation that will complete the work that our faith, as feeble as it is, has only been able to glimpse. It will turn the world our world upside down shattering thrones and lifting up the lowly emptying the rich and raising up the poor it is Christ who will complete the leveling of the valleys it is Christ who will bring down the mountains it is Christ who will winnow us into wholeness and set us free Amen. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of our Savior Mill Valley, California. We strive to be a welcoming community for those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You may reach us by phone at 415-388-1907 or through our website, OurSaviorMV.org That's O-U-R-S-A-V-I-O-U-R M-V for Mill Valley dot org We wish you God's peace, and we hope to be able to greet you in person very soon.